back to the Dark Side Live podcast. So tonight we've got an amazing guest on. We've got Rick Coulson coming on. Um, now, if anybody's seen Rick's work, it is simply incredible. Um, you know, there's so much out there from the veteran community and the talent that's out there. And it's all that driven purpose. There's a driven purpose behind everything they do. And I can see there's so many people out there that, have, you know, you've got veterans who are just literally so creative it just basically blows your mind i mean i see ross is on there tonight big shout out to ross there uh bootneck banksy go and check his work out um like i said we've got rick coming on rick i've seen rick's just joined us there uh so as soon as that request button um gets fired across then i'll get straight into it um but we're gonna cover a lot of lot of um topics tonight so like I said, just wait for Rick just to fire that across there and we'll get straight into the podcast. But really, I'm just trying to do a lot more diverse um, content now and trying to get a lot more different conversations. As always, just hoping it'll play tonight. Hopefully it will connect up soon enough. Took a bit of time last night. I'm just hoping the connection will come up straight away. If not, we can always just try again one second. For some reason, Instagram's this time of night, it's just so busy. Um, and a lot of the traffic is going through, so it could just be a case of that. Um, right, because one moment there, what we'll do is just uh, cancel the collect, uh, connection. We'll get, and um, if Rick um, said that, another, yep. So if Rick wants to. Just wait for that other connection to come, that other request to come through. But like I said, though, just whilst that um, request comes across there now, um, hopefully we can get this connection straight up and we'll get straight into it. But like I said, just whilst we're waiting for the uh, connections to come up, um, like I said, all the guests that we do have coming on the show, um, you know, I'm just trying to get as much diversity as possible um, within every episode. So there's never really going to be any of the uh, like same kind of guests line up, conversations. I just want that complete free flow and um, obviously just waiting for that to just load up. It's a real shame tonight. For some reason, Instagram's been like that this week, had problems last night um, and it's happened. It's, I'm hoping it's not going to happen tonight. Hopefully we can get that, that connection there. Because really for a, a good while though, it's it's happened. Uh, it's been, I've never had a problem with it. Um, yeah, I'm just going to wait in there. And obviously Rick's just messaged out. He's just going to just move his location. Um, but like, whilst Rick's just waiting for to do that, right, firstly, I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody that joins us on these podcasts. If it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be able to do this. Same as all the posts that I had to go out there. When I was speaking to Dean last night, 
that was basically my whole basis. If if you didn't join in, you didn't follow, you didn't really give your feedback on what I do, then I wouldn't be able to do it. You know, I, all the following that I've built up is all through your, you know, support, the shares, likes, the comments. And, you know, I massively appreciate this. I know there's times when I've thought, will this last, won't it? But really with the whole dark side, it's not my podcast, it's not my page, it's your page. It's your page. So anybody who wants any ideas thrown out there or wants to be like, you know, ideas that they, they want to be seen, give us a shout out, send us a DM. You know, it's your page. It belongs to you. I'm just really just the voice. I just carry it. I'm just like almost like the vehicle, I, you know, and I just want as much content that I want. Even Eddie, um, I just want to like, I really want your content as well. I want your ideas. So if, if you have an idea, throw it over to us. We'll roll with it. Okay, because I want to turn it over to you guys more and more because really I can put out posts, you know, as much as you want, as little as you want. But really, it's all down to you guys. Like I said, this wouldn't be possible without everybody that follows, everybody that joins in, like just with the podcasts, you know, for the posts. And I know that some days it's like very early morning, you know, and I try and get as many people on as I can. I try and get diversity as much as I can because I don't want to just stick to one style. That's how I've always wanted to be. I never wanted to be one route. And we've had some amazing guests. I mean, I had obviously Eddie come on, Eddie Cohn, big shout out to Eddie there. You know, we've done a couple together. Uh, so if anybody, you know, if anybody wants to come on the podcast, more than welcome. Just just send us a DM, you know, we'll link something up. Um, and that's really how me and Rick came to do this. Um, like I said, we're just waiting for Rick just to uh, send out for that request. I mean, that was you no know, connections aren't been absolutely brilliant um the last like last couple of days maybe just do the locations maybe just do weather who knows but really like i said with the podcast itself the podcast is yours you know and i just think you know once again eddie it's round three isn't it round three and like um another one i see is a a site um from quick draw go and give them guys a follow go and check out their content you know the cards um you know it just it's just amazing, the whole community. And it, and it's, I'm not just talking about the veteran community. I'm talking about everybody. This is what it's all about. It's about, you know, the one community. Right, I'm just going to trust try again there. Just going to just bring this up here. And hopefully the connection will come up straight away. And like I said, it has been a bit funny for the last couple of days. Evening, Rick. How are you doing? Hello. <laughs> That's better. I've had to move location. I do apologise. Nice to nice. speak to you. No worries, Rick. No worries. Now, massive thanks for you coming on today. Absolute pleasure. You're welcome. Yeah. Right. So, with the podcast, going to go straight into it. Just roll straight into it. So, I always like to ask that one question, right? Who is Rick Coulson? Who is he? Rick, yeah. a 40, nearly two year old, bold Yorkshireman who uh, served in the Royal Marines for 13 years. Um, I left. 10 years ago, so I joined in 97, just after my 18th birthday. And yeah, we're very fortunate in the drafts I did. Um, and um, I put my notice in after a brutal tour on Herrick 9. Yeah. Uh, I sang in as a close combat section commander. And um, my troop sergeant had been blown up, um, suffering you know extreme catastrophic hemorrhages. And uh, so I was fluctuating between troop sergeant and um, close combat section commander. So, and that ended my sort of like, you know, 12 and a half years at that point, to, yeah. to, you know, my notice in. So 
Um, yeah, um, and many other reasons, but it wasn't all bad. I had a good time, you know, yeah, yeah. travel all around the world. And um, I originally specialised in communications, yeah. and, and um, I relinquished that and went weapons at corporal level entry role um, specialisation. So, yeah, I got to serve all around the Marines, and I got to obviously do what we predominantly join up to do. I know people say they don't want to go war fighting, etc. but there's some, it's like being a firefighter, you know, exactly. you go and fight a fire. So, um, yeah, I got to do that as well. So very lucky, you know, it was a, a very busy period for the armed forces time, you know, so from going from the Mediterranean deployments and then, all right, there were obviously Ireland going on and Kosovo yeah. to, um, then Sierra Leone kicked off. So I, I yeah. did, uh, twice in 2000 and uh, I was lucky in other drafts where I was a team commander on the maritime interdiction operations um, which was a fantastic draft you know yeah. a little selection course for it based up on west coast in Scotland at the time it's changed now and um, yeah just commanded a six-man team and we fly fly around the world go and do a job and then fly back however long it was um, and then obviously you join your fighting units and, you know, like all the uh, British forces at the time, um, yeah, you knew you were going to go on a rotation to Afghanistan. Yeah, uh, definitely. And, you know, the kinetic was still there. And then the, the, the IEDs, you know, the, the Taliban were very good at it. Yeah. Very good. Um, so that's sort of like a rough overview of, of my time in the Corps, as it were, you know. But it's absolutely perfect because I think what it is is, Everybody, and especially the, the year that you joined, because you joined two years before me. And yeah. I know, obviously, Ireland was going on, Bosnia was going on, because Bosnia kicked off again in 99. Because yeah. I remember being, like, literally going through, like, uh, training at that part, the uh, rally. And, like, suddenly they got told, if anybody, you see anybody dropping out, you know, don't worry about it. They, obviously, they've got their deployments out of the Bosnia. And that literally just kicked off. And I remember one of the guys, he must have been six-foot ginger guy, <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? One of the guys taking us through like parade and that. And then it was like, oh, where's, where's Sergeant? Oh, he's had to go away. He's had to go off and do another job. But yeah. everybody knew he was obviously sneaky beakies, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he was attached to them guys. So it's like, you saw these guys one minute, go on the next. And then it's just like, you, or you suddenly saw these people come backwards and forwards, dropping in and out. So really when I got into like, obviously the unit itself down the cold roads, uh, for the helicopters and that, you kind of yeah. read a lot of like obviously SBS guys who's coming on on 771 uh, for, S uh, for the S uh, search and rescue team as well. That obviously that's all gone now. I feel like a dinosaur myself, Rick. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting old. Not, oh, we not are. Great, I, do you know well, something? I said that to somebody. I says, if I look back now when I joined, and you'll understand this, we had Sea Kings as our primary, we had Ark Royal, Invincible, Illustrious as our three mains. You know, and they're yeah, linked well for the landing pad, you know, uh, platform dock as it's yeah. known. Yeah, an ocean and bulwark, uh, ocean was just coming in as well. Yeah, um, yeah, I think the second time I'd, I'd, I'd come out, um, on Sierra Leone, I'd, I'd done not down, I were down on the LSLs on the Royal Fleet Auxiliary. For those who don't know, it's sort of like the modern merchant navy, and um. Yeah, we'd, you know, I'd obviously used Ocean as a platform for that. And then one yeah. of my tours on the anti-piracy tours was on Bulwark. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, no, but up until that point, like, fearless. I remember it catching fire in Mediterranean and the literally the, the captain of the ship. 
was close to abandoning it. They, they had to go into Malta at the time. It was 2000, I think. Yeah. So, you know, it just shows you the age and stuff. Because I worked with guys who'd actually yeah. in the Falklands, you know. Uh, same here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When yeah. I, did, I like, because um, it's funny because I went down on Argus, RFA Argus for, the, for Sierra Leone. But oh, I, think that, there... I came back on that on one of the tours. That's a hospital ship, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because we yeah. went down in July. <laughs> About 60, 70 foot whilst I'm still in the rigid radar. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, the, you, know the sh- you know, on the shed on the back of it? Yeah. The shed on it, and basically, I know you turn into pink mist there. Right, the, yeah. The, the, basically, we had a junior pilot came on, and he was doing trials. That's why we were down there, because officially we were down there as a PR. Unofficially, we were getting the green light to go into Sierra Leone. But it was like, basically, the, we had the junior pilots, and, the, and he, the, obviously, commanded the seeking helicopter and the rotor blades were literally getting closer and closer and yeah. closer to that shed. But we were all standing underneath it with fuel bowsers. So yeah. it would have yeah. been a basic, basic case of pink mist yeah. having gone, you know. Uh-huh. It's a big old ship, you know. People it don't is. realize. I remember, like I said, about 60, 74 getting winched up. Uh, at night as well, tactically, you know, yeah. we, we were hooking on. Uh, I mean, which were good, you know, it's what you're doing. And that sort of like signified our end of that um, Op Siltman that was. That was the second. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, it's part of Op Siltman, people know Barris. Um, we just got down there, we diverted across again, you know. We, yeah. Mediterranean, and then it what? No, get your asses back down there. Um, so we're just like, all right, we'll go and take some more larium and methylquin and see what as <laughs> I can have this time, you know. Exactly, exactly. Because I do remember it was a like case of it was a Ju- it was the June. Sorry, it was a June of two thousand because the football was on, and mm. we got down there on that weekend. We were literally in the pubs in Tenerife, like literally having a few beers, waiting to get the green light. And I were like. Are we getting it? And I was like, got on board, back on ship. Nap, you know, we're right. going back. Oh, well, and then they said, it's where we got afterwards. Yeah. So that was at the end of June. So we did the Op Palliser, did five weeks. I was one of the first boat teams from a, a little squadron called 539. And yeah. we were taking the powers up river because the powers had deployed in day sacks, basically, flown out yeah. there. And they yeah. ended up being out there for a couple of weeks, three, yeah. four weeks before 4 2 Commando. Yeah, yeah. Came ashore and then we worked um all predominantly with L Company um from them for those, you know, who'll be listening and watching. But yeah, the powers so we were having to show them contact drills on the boats. Yeah. No, we're inflatable boats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, we're having to cut us flashes off. And then it were like, right, you're gonna sit in a mib in forty two degree heat, having just next Larium for a week, it hadn't even kicked. Yeah. And uh, go and sort that out. But it was a good op, you know. It was good, some good stories um, from that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Careful what I say, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember that would have been a case of when you when we went back, and then we got and then got told the next load of lads who went on. They actually came down, and you probably come back with them because they, yep. we were out there to support three power anyway as a hospital ship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, I think we were working with one power at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then when we had we finished the five weeks, um, we we sailed up. We got in at Tenerife, so we managed to get an ICAR, managed to get the hotels. We had three days, so I spent three days in a dress, you know, as you do with us eight man team. Um, and it cost a ten of that dress. Uh, was that in Linux? <laughs> um, 
and then obviously we transited back. But yeah. um, you know, I remember the customs flying out, and they were <laughs> they were obviously hopping between, you know, cross decking between ships to search, search, search everyone. But they don't know the full tricks, do they? You know, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> exactly. But it, because uh, you would have probably gone up to Santa Cruz. Oh, because you got like obviously you got like um, Players of Americas where we yeah. were we're in Linnickers and all that having a few beers. Yeah. But then on the other side of the island was Santa Cruz where they docked for August. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You had to get a taxi all the way round. We did, and we got a, we managed to get a minibus. Did eight of us, and we, we managed to get into this hotel. Uh, unfortunately, the guy is is, is subsequently died of cancer now. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, one at Corporals. But he'd booked us in, got it squared away, admin-tastic. So we got down there, obviously, straight away, shopped for a dress, hit the bar right in the hotel, and it was packed. And yeah. as we walked in in dresses, like, we're all brown because we've been away in Sierra Leone. We've been in med for a few months before that. So we're absolutely, you know, uh, spades. And uh, this guy on mic, he must have been his bar, he goes, yeah, and welcome the Marines. And we were like, how does he know we're here already, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we've got a round of applause, a few drinks bought, and yeah, it was just a good, good downtime. R and I were needed. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, yeah. it, it was pretty heavy. That was heavy though when you went into like really those kind of. But that's the thing though. What people because me and obviously Dean Hammond was saying about this last night. You you get that whole culture of the military, and I know it used to be very very drink orientated. Mm. It was very. There was like everything oh, you yeah. done. Everywhere you went, it was drink, drink, drink. And it was like, accepted to be the alcoholic. I mean, remember the uh, basket weaving courses? I did two of them, to be fair, because yeah. <laughs> I get charged, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, but also with that, you've got, you know, the socialising, the alcohol just comes with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, as you know, on ops or extreme ops, there's, you know, feeling far between with alcohol. But my life went the other way when I left. I hardly drank. Yeah. I still hardly drink now. It's very rare that I do. But when I do, it's full, you know, yeah, yeah. full in pin like. So, uh, you know, obviously as I get older, I'm just getting shit at it, to be honest. <laughs> I can't deal with an hangover for like a week. <laughs> I think that's what it is, because when you when you look at it, the, the punishment you put into your body in your early years and your twenties and then all the training mm -hmm. and, and everything, and obviously people like um Rob, like Rob Bickers admitted it himself. He says, like, basically, you look at things because of the service, the amount of injury we face now, like yeah. older in life, and you think the amount of pressure and the amount of, you know, and he's like said himself, is his back's gone, his knees gone. This is, I mean, I've got a bust knee, I've got all tall muscles in my lower back. You know, is you get all these injuries, and you realize that we thought we almost looked at ourselves as super, you know, superheroes, or was, we're invincible back then. Because we could just yeah. do anything. It just didn't make a difference. You could put a house on our back. We'd do it. You know, and I remember doing, like, obviously, Penny Fan. And, and to us, Penny Fan was just like a walk in the park. Yeah. You know, when, when you look at it now, you think, really? I know. You, know, I you do, you do second mom. look at it. I went up in August, yeah, just to get out and give myself some breathing space, you know. I just, need, I just needed to get out. But, um, yeah, there's, you, you, you pick up niggling injuries. Or you used to see the older ones, like the striking. Yeah. And you think, bloody hell, they're suffering, you know, because you've been on piss. Yeah. But then the, the niggling injuries, you, you know, if you're not suffering, like I, you know, I suffer with my back. Yeah. Most people are suffering with something, you know. Yeah. Even without adding other injuries, which, you know, say a, a conflict or war related, you know. Yeah. Even just in training, you know. And, and, and we used to factor that in. Um, I remember doing build-up for Herrick Nine. You know, two guys got yeah. killed. 
in 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 training. Well, see that one of the CEO's sons actually. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, but just just in general, the injuries you pick up. Yeah, it's it's pretty it brutal that way because, like you said, you know yourself about what the the. It was basically like a case of. I remember when I joined, it was literally I was over island for a lot of guys especially bootnecks mm. but then it was a case of when i was um like literally waiting to go to for deployments it was either bosnia or the gulf and to us it was either go to bosnia sail around bosnia you know and then it was like over the gulf sail around the gulf come back yeah. and it was like that monotonous almost backwards and forwards we had guys who stayed on he actually stayed on for one year he did back-to-back yeah. tour and and he said, I'm I'm loaded. I've got loads of money. He says because it, it's just the same thing. He was literally doing yeah. backwards and forwards. And I mean, I think on 2000, this just goes to show what the, the how it changed. The world literally changed in 2000. I remember it was 2001. It would have been. I remember being on the gate in Coldros, and I saw 30 people leave who'd done 12 years or you know around the 12 year mark. And, I, and it was a few old chiefs who'd done like the old 20, who'd done the 422, yeah. some had done 23, 24, and dating back to the Falklands. But then it's like, because people were getting bored of the tours, it was the same thing they were doing. They were like, well, I'm just going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. But then obviously 2001, I'd left before then, but obviously through the grapevine and stuff. And it was just, it just was madness. Yeah. And the guy's basically just saying, we've got no kit, we've got nothing. And literally being told to go to war. And you're like, well, we haven't got anything. I remember in the days when we literally ran out of fuel to fly helicopters, it was like, there's no fuel. Mm. You know? And I think what it is, is I know the guys, and obviously there's, there's a lot of guys who like literally just thought, and I think that's why we excelled in one sense. We excelled because we've got that great adapt and overcome how we train. Mm. We'll just use anything, you know? And it wasn't, and I think that's, I mean, from your own perspective, from 2000, the kit, everything, you know what it's like. Oh, and so how it just, and how it, it did eventually get better. You, you, you bought your own kit, you know, unless yeah. you had flat feet, which I did, but I didn't get free boots. Yeah, yeah. Bought your own boots. I, I always bought hamwags. So yeah. they did me proud, you know, uh, a few sets of them. You know, you, you were buying your own torches and stuff. I mean, all that kit's getting issued. Now, I'm still in touch with, you know, obviously guys I work with who are still yeah. serving. The kit has come on leaps and bounds, but before oh, we had to improvise, um, mm. you know, and just to make the creature comforts, make your soldiering duties easier. You know, when you're out in the field, um, you bought, you know, stuff like the um, the um, roll mats and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. All of your own, jet, well, not jet boils then, but before that, like MSRs and stuff. Yeah. Anything you could, you know, put your money into, yeah. even down to the snug packs and stuff like that, or the buffaloes, which were popular back then. Um, I used to have, uh, um, I can't remember the name of it. Um, for my last tour, I, I used used my own kit, you know, in Afghan, but yeah, yeah. getting better, you know. In the Marines, we were lucky to have a bit, you know, like we had the air cogs coming first before yeah. the you know, obviously, after the suicides, the suicides obviously still getting used now. But yeah. I had an ACOG for um, that last time because I'd gone out as Concord to replace yeah. the Royal Irish funny old thing. Um, and obviously, Sierra Leone. So I'm yeah. going to meet some of them who were hostages in that. Yeah. And um, the, uh, <laughs> um, you, you know, I were lucky I had two knee pads. Some lads only had one. You know, yeah. up and down on the kit. I mean, I, mean, I remember fighting Taliban in like 50 degree heat, yeah. taking on a kit on, you know. Yeah. We thought we were fast. 
I mean, obviously yeah. they just had the dish stash and the chest rig and the weapon, so, and yeah. then the ground obviously a bit better until you got to know your Ray always good. Yeah, but move with speed, man. You know, so yeah. when it came to the kit, although you were trying to reduce it and it were getting better and Gucci, and you were providing bits of your own, it's yeah. like how I use my own GPS, even though they were issued ones for wrist. Yeah, uh, mine were just more accurate and yeah. easier and bigger. You know, especially yeah. when you're a commander. You, you need quick information and especially with coordinating you know or when you've got artillery and your forward air support and you you know your close air support you, you you need stuff very quick you know yeah definitely um kit wise it has come on rations included you know i know that from i'd left by them but the rations had improved and i managed to get a load from when i was doing a charity challenge or trying yeah. to walk backwards the length of britain you know yeah but, awareness and it was just somewhat stupid and daft and it raised a lot of money at the time but that when i was eating the rations i was like bloody hell that's this is good yeah so uh, yeah <laughs> everything changes doesn't it but i think that's what it is that whole evolution isn't it it's almost like evolution because i mean, obviously had quite a few guys on former uh, boot next to like gaz timmins you know you've got rob vickers you have stapes glenn um roberts you've got so many people out there but they're, 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 it's great you have these conversations and i think even people like like even who care when he was saying he was out in um in 2006 on that tour and it was like yeah. you know it was it was like as though you're told to use this kit you're told to use this you're told to use that but you you kind of think but they've always got to have that advantage over yourself yeah. you know especially with the taliban they're very clever they're very you know deceptive in the way that people perceived them but these were like, you know, dedicated warfighters. These were like, you know, they're the top of the ground. And in the north of Sangin, I found in the contacts, um, you know, these were more seasoned. These were hardened people, you know, like yeah. Chechen, Chechen yeah. you know, very yeah. hard growing up. So they were just hard in general. You're not talking about the ones coming from the south. Yeah. Uh, you're not through, you know, the, the, the Pakistan-Afghan uh, border. Uh, Helmand, you know, in Helmand province, and they bloody yeah. the way up to get to Sangin because Sangin was yeah. like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the 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 war, the you know, I'd I'd notice the contacts more accurate in the north, yeah. which weren't as bad actually. <laughs> when <laughs> first coming in, but then when it's sporadic, like the old spray and pray, yeah, over the red giving it that. I mean, fifteen of them, a tech hundred of us on, you yeah. know. Yeah, literally, you know, you get it, oh, 15 fighters moving aggressively towards you through this ox box, and you're thinking, right, well, Air's telling me that, so why ain't Air putting one in them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and next minute, they've moved 300 metres within a minute. Yeah. yeah. You know, from yeah. 360, that's what they always tried to do, 360, you know? Yeah. Uh, and But that adrenaline in contact, I still haven't found that buzz yet. Because that's exactly what me and Dean were saying last night. Yeah, because I've said that and I said it to Dean last night. I spoke to a lot of veterans and it's like, what's the one thing that stands out for you? And they're like, adrenaline. Hmm. And I know that many people have turned around and said, you cannot replace that adrenaline of a firefight. You cannot. It's like they'll, they'll do cage fighting, they'll do whatever, you know what I mean? Is that extreme sports? Because I said to Dean, do you think most people, like, it may be put across the wrong way, but in a way, adrenaline junkies it's that once you get that that buzz you know you well, that's why you know, people it. struggle when they leave you know whether it be addiction sex yeah. drugs you know um alcohol um gambling whatever it may yeah. be there's there's you know that that transition i mean when i left i was diagnosed in service in 2009 
um, just as I were leaving. And I never, I wasn't well enough to do any resettlement. Yeah. So my transition into Civil Street <laughs> wasn't great, you know. Yeah. Same here. Same game, here. Top yeah. of my game, you know, I was on my fourth draft as a corporal, yeah. you know, three acting stripey jobs. I had my seniors booked for that September. We got back in April. And with all the leave and everything else, reset yeah. and terminal, summer leave, Easter. But, um, you know, um, I also, there was extra leave I had, which was when my cousin was killed. And yeah. it, it killed six weeks after I just got back in the same area. Yeah. I worked that area for seven months. So I knew exactly where. Well, I spoke with his corporal at the funeral, yeah. you know. And so, you know, I, I remember getting the phone call and we were actually hosting one of our lads' families that very yeah. day on the Sunday. So we'd had six weeks off, come back for you come back for two weeks and another six weeks off. And I'd had a phone call on that Sunday while we were hosting Jamie Fellows. Um I've got Anne on, on my Facebook and his his mother. And she'd just sung here on karaoke man. I, I mean, you yeah. know, everyone's like hundred bootnecks crying, you know. Yeah. I'd had a couple of cans and I, I just told my Sergeant Major and he's like, right, Rick, you've already got Afghan medal, get yourself off. You know, yeah. with fair play to just give me a massive cuddle. But yeah. even that that started years of everything just caught up with me then. Yeah. yeah. The time you think you need at home, you know, yeah. you offered adventure training. Wait on a minute, I've just spent all that time with lads. I want a bit of me time, you know. But single yeah. lads, it's great. Yeah, exactly. I was just saying, uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you can go like that doing Op Farmer, you know, and put your yeah. Foot, yeah, but, um, you know, and, and the guy, it, well, yeah, there was adrenaline rush. I mean, I, I crawled on my belly. Sometimes they're asking lads to go and confirm IEDs yeah. off the metal detector, off the yeah. valve. And sometimes, like, Rick, I don't feel comfortable. So I just say, right, I get on my belt buckle with him. And, you know, the, the lads yeah. are on Facebook and I crawl with them. They're only young lads. You know, yeah. but if you're going to go up, I'll go up with you. Yeah. But at least I can see what you're doing whilst we're crawling forward to, to give them a bit of confidence. You know, it wasn't brazen. It wasn't no. about heroics. This is what I, I'm asking my men to do certain stuff. So I've got to be doing it myself. You know, I, I was 30 years old on that last tour. Yeah, because I, I think that's what it is, isn't it? Young in life, but you're not when you, you know, I mean, it's a very privileged thing to lead men in battle. Yeah. Very privileged position. Yeah, you know, and a lot of responsibility. You know, there's times where I've, I'd ask guys to, you know, metal detect a, a ditch, and he's more or less looked at me and turned around and went, "No," and I went, yeah. "No, you fucking are." I'm telling yeah. you, it's about to kick off. We've got no cover, but yeah. some fighting open, Chris, yeah. literally just fighting the open fields. Yeah, once the crops were down, that were it. You know, and you're just working off your usual tactics. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, I think that's what it is, isn't it? It's that. Because I think what it is, is I think that's got to be the greatest, like the person who turned around and like he turned around and said, we'll take Hellman without one shot. I think it was the biggest surprise. And I think he's just literally <laughs> had to eat his words for years. Because well, it, yeah. it went, it literally <laughs> went from pre-2006 was, and obviously you know yourself, 2001, the US went in, they did their thing. They basically destabilised, you know, the Taliban. Well, yeah, I mean, the the, the, the Yangs uh, actually requested British British Marines. I mean, we yeah. were out in um, Med. I got told by my CEO about the Twin Towers. We're in Turkey. We're doing some change yeah. with Turkish commandos. And then we still went ahead and did exercise safe Syria in Oman. Yeah. Oh, working in a boat squadron at the time. 
<coughs> and you know, the, 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 then to then go and do that, Obducano and every, everything else, and the others, Ob James, Ob Snipe, I think it was, and I can't remember other names. The the the, the continuity because of Telic, yeah. It, then obviously, you know, the focus diverted to Iraq. Now, if it had been yeah. they'd in situ, personally, I don't know. You know, I'm not yeah. a, one like that. Um, but um, it obviously garnered, you know, the, the Taliban were able to restructure, especially when they went over the borders. Yeah. You know, the the the, the fleet over the over the you know the the the, the Hindu Kush yeah. mountain ranges, you know, up in the northeast. So, um, and then it give them time to with the madrasas as well with the religious yeah. that teaching again, and 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 get the terror terror camps training, and then obviously we were focusing on. Iraq, and then it became Al Qaeda. Yeah. Obviously, we all through because if Afghanistan was war fighting in its conventional form, yeah. we, we wouldn't have been there for all them years. No, no, you exactly. know, like Iraq, but then it yeah. became counterinsurgency and the counterinsurgency war fighting all yeah. them years. You know, for us, no, no, it's no disrespect to other nations, all them years of our intelligence gathering experience of you know guerrilla warfare counterinsurgency intelligence gathering like ireland and stuff like that hearts yeah. and casual contacts all that yeah. stuff helped plus the obviously the tenacious efforts and you know and bravery of, of, of some of the young lads you know yeah. I, I witnessed it every day you know yeah. you know and i told them don't think about what you're going to do the firefight's not a problem in the ieds yeah yeah really is you know, because yeah, that, that was a big one. They were so clever, Chris. Yeah. So the, there was legacy minefields left over by um, the um, Russians as yeah. an area where what was north of us called the Nijmegen trenches, and they were finding trip wires yeah. wired up to the landmines. You know, we're talking command wires, eight hundred meters long. All they have yeah. to do, Iranian twin flex wire on. All they have to do is touch a battery. Yeah. You know, so. That they were so clever. If they didn't get you with a command wire, obviously we could, you know, deal with the electronic warfare threat. Yeah. The Afghan National Army couldn't. So yeah. Patch Twenty Two, you know, they this yeah, so exactly minimal metal content, minimal. So yeah. setting your metal detector at a certain amount, but you've got yeah. natural nitrates in soil. Yeah. How you patrolled and look. Yeah. And the professional soldier inside of it, you know, yeah. not setting, etc., did keep you alive, as well as yeah. being a professional soldier. You're a volunteer. You know, yeah. people get that. So, um, yeah, but it was good. It was a good soldiering environment. And, and you know, as soon as them shots are fired, you're in for a war mode. You know, yeah. artillery, airburst, you know, fan I've got fantastic footage. F-15 yeah. coming in, I've got the cockpit footage of one of contacts are in. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and our two IC filmed a bit. Yeah. Of it. We had a nine liner at the time. One of um, yeah. the Mortman got shot in kneecap, and my section yeah. and the air got free. So it wasn't a bad day out, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because I, I, I got hit, <laughs> I got <laughs> big time. <laughs> absolutely. Now I do want to obviously just roll on to the, one of the main subjects that everybody wants to know. So, what was the main inspiration behind the poppies? So the, the poppy is obviously synonymous with us all veterans, and that goes without saying. And um, I'd on that last tour brought back some earth 
so I was on the HLS, ready to come back. And that one I, you know, tour done. I had a Tupperware box with my electrical goods in. I was like, right, waiting for flight, waiting for Hilo to come in. Right, I'm going to grab some. <laughs> so I just took the yeah. tub, and just, you know, and put it in and yeah. it was left there for it, you know, years. And then um, I had a blip last year um, where I reached out. People obviously got behind me. The core family got behind me. Uh, you know, I'm still humbled by it now. And I went on a program as a guest called The Mountain Way, which is um, has been set up by a former Royal Marine um, officer. Um, he joined in 76. He's an older, older gentleman, I'll say. He's yeah, yeah. And I ended up going out to Pyrenees, one-on-one, peer-to-peer support. And yeah. behind the scenes, it's a tailored program for you. Yeah. Suggested sculpting to me. So yeah. for laying some of the final demons to rest, and, and this stemmed from, you know, three mates took their lives last year. We're, we're talking three close mates, you know. And uh, I attended two of the funerals. So they, they'd resurfaced the demons, um, which I thought I'd dealt with, you know. Yeah. And um, I sculpted something, and I left it at the last peak, which we were doing as if that were right. I'm going to dead and, you know, they're dead and buried now, are these demons? Yeah. Put rest we've dealt with all other stuff and um that was sculpting in clay so i sculpted some poppies and when i came back i put it on facebook and i'd done it out of one of my uniform buttons of blues and love and then i researched the afghan and i had the sang in earth so I sprinkled it on, med it, and I said, right, there were 61 war marines and SBS who died in total, 54 marines, 7 SBS. Mm. And I started doing my research into all the units, mm. uh, 54 units, which lost personnel. And I, this information is not, you'd thought it were freely available. It's not car- mm. or subdivided down like that. Yeah. And uh, I thought, right, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to, because I've had help, I'm going to pay it on as you do. So I get yeah. all for charity, all yeah. for charity, you know. So sixty-one quid, sixty-one poppies, and then it. Oh, could you do as this cat badge? Could you do as this one? Yeah. Oh, got this earth, and I'm thinking, no, I am. But right, so it moved on. Right, I had a company. Right, we'll design your box logo for you and stuff like this. So it's just yeah. built it up from there, and it's actually my therapy as well. So I'm yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sculpt in the poppies. My design now I'm really happy with. It's a free leaf design. Um, it's got a brass button in the center, so it can be any cat badge. And then a sprinkle it with the earth from all modern conflict zones. Um, I'm just about to be sent Syria, Iraq, and Africa by one of uh, a very good friend of mine who's serving in the SAS as we speak. And yeah. what I'm trying to create is a community now. Yeah. Um, don't underestimate how powerful it is to have a poppy with this earth on. People order it plain, and that's yeah. it your own. But for the families of those who've lost to be able to touch the earth their sons were killed on, yeah. it's something else. And I'm, I've am i I've done hundreds now, yeah. and I know yeah. a lot of families, and I speak. And the, the good thing about it, I mean, I'm having the website built. There'll be a guy yeah. watching now who's been a massive backer. He's called Nick, and he, he runs a company called Matrix IT, and he's backing me. He's yeah help get this website because he believes in in, in not me this concept of what it is yeah. of keeping the memories alive especially for the families who've lost loved ones it's important they know that we care and we show them regularly not just on remembrance day and um so i sculpt it by hand 
I'll paint it so the brush strokes look like the fine, you know, yeah. veins of a poppy. And, and then we're doing different products. And then I donate to charity with each one. And I've raised literally thousands of pounds this year for multiple charities. Obviously, some have had little donations, yeah. but it soon adds up. And then auctioned one as well. So I've got Falkland Islands. That's from a guy who was captured. Asked yeah. to the part of the Naval Party, you know, came back here joined the task force, flew back out, um, helped liberate it, then subsequently lived there, you know. Yeah. So every bit has got a story. Every, every single one has, has, has got a story. Um, I've got Gibraltar, Norway. I've just had Yeep sent to me yeah. yesterday from um, the son of a Belgium SES guy. Um, so the poppy features different earths. If there's people watching, I know because of COVID it's been really hard, yeah. but I'm doing going to try do all the personnel since the Second World War. So there's yeah. two statistics. There's one which is a government official one, which is 7,000 and odd. And then the Arboretum one, which is 16,000. But that includes people killed in acts of terrorism. Yeah. The London bombings, etc. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to provide a community where we keep history. For the living, we let them remind them the families. And then creating a legacy, and I'm sure this will be pass a product which is passed down. You know, it's it's I've done two myself for my daughter, and it's got my buttons yeah. on. I've done bespoke ones from the uniform of those who've been killed. So it's it's adding a little. You know, we have mementos of stuff. What yeah. can we do with that? But what can we do to keep memories alive? So I want it to be educational. You know. Yeah. Um, you've got information, information there. So um, it's like, yeah, Malaya, you know. It's, it's yeah, yeah exactly. Significant numbers, 1,441 we lost in Northern Ireland, 1,442 yeah. in Malaya. The, these numbers, you know, these forgotten wars, Korea and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's still families there who are alive, who, yeah. you know, the, the, they're not as well-known, Aidan, stuff like that, or Man. Um, yeah. you know um, <clears throat> so keeping their memories alive Chris it, I know I'm passionate I'm speaking passionate because it is it's, it's passion and I'm trying to offer products which reflect or do it justice so this isn't just about bringing merchandise and throwing right how much merchandise can I get out of this it's not about that no it's, no like I've got an egg timer so I've got the sand in there and I sprinkle the specific one in there it's elegant it reflects it and I can do the two minute silence you know, I've got one where it's like, like the beauty in the fall and it's like in a dome glass jar, yeah. a hand craft in copper wire that, you know, we will remember or lest we forget on the brass yeah. bod, brass being synonymous as we know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have a cleaning out of yeah. fire, you know. So um, the, the these custom personal touches, um, it's come a long way from playing boxes in the packaging and stuff yeah, yeah. a yeah. bit better. Um, to And then now... My artwork, whether some of it be satirical or is is or my twist on seeing other things and putting my twist on it, you know, not different with the Banksy one I've done with the instead of it being a balloon, it's a poppy, you know. Yeah. Bart Simpson writing his lines on the chalkboard, you know, is doing obviously we will remember him. So there's different ones. Poem, um, about a poem wrote um, by yeah. a lady, a very talented writer. Um, she had War Horse film, War Horse filmed on some of her farm. So yeah. everything's got something 
<clears throat> to tie in and we can keep these memories alive. So if I pass and the conflict poppy carries on, it's yeah. involved everyone with the provenance of, you know, sorry. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, it's nothing but respect for you, mate. Honestly, what you've created from that passion, and it is like, even though the artwork now, it's just phenomenal. It's like, you've created something, and like you said, because when everyone thinks of, like, Remembrance Sunday, Remembrance Day, but it's not, it's every day for some people. And it, that, that has that connection. That person can then connect. Because like you said, there are thousands and thousands of service men and women who have died over the years, yeah. and it is in conflicts that... Most people think, I didn't realise we were there. When you yeah. do the research, and I've done the history myself as well, when you look at it, and it's, yes, we could look at it as, what's the media popularising today? But if you actually do your own research, you'll see the brutality and, like, you know, I mean, these these places people don't even think of. And it is just for you to have that, that you know, yeah. that personal touch. Like you said, you you pour that passion into it. You can see it, and it's like the kindness. quality. And, oh, the kindness. Sorry, yeah. for kindness people i've had people donate extra money and go pay that on you know for um some of the stories i hear are so tragic and a lot of people leave me humble because i'll go on the facebook afterwards and have a quick schedule around and they've actually lost their son or the husband and they haven't said out in the purchase no no and it i can't gift to everyone i try exactly exactly I, i cannot physically do it um you know i i did in the early stages and i've helped out a lot of charity well and i get asked a lot and yeah. some do and sometimes i don't it's it's as where i'm at you know um i'm trying to make it full time but the yeah. essence of what this is is um is by being able to help the little charities it it's not just about a little donation it's about the awareness yeah. awareness yeah, yeah. oh no and then they they might go oh well i like that that resonates with me yeah. Oh yeah, I I appreciate your comments and, and it's just been nice to have that support off people, you know, repeat custom. Um I always give people my time, Chris, when we're messaging yeah, yeah. um or try and find something for them. I've done police, um, I've done um MI five, MI six, America, I've sent them to Australia, Belgium, yeah. going global, they've gone global, but we're still building it up. But I don't want it to detract, ever detract from what it is. You know, always... I don't think it ever will. No, I don't, I don't think it ever will. And I think another uh... part is it will be your legacy. It will be a legacy. But like you said, it's everything you do, you're giving back. But also, you probably think that yourself. It's your therapy as well. It's it your is... way of you know, that healing process. Because it's almost like we do art. We put ourselves into that into that art piece, into that poppy, because it's, it works two ways. Yeah. And it's your, your way of like, so for like, it's almost like for every poppy that you've created and you've gone to the final stages and it almost is ashes to ashes, dust to dust by sprinkling mm-hmm. the, the sand on or the dirt on it. Yeah. It is that final rest. And it's almost like for yourself, it's almost like I can take that deep breath that now. Final part of the, yeah. the process is sprinkling that earth on. Yeah. It's taken a lot out of me this year, and, and last Saturday I, I just went, you know, bollocks. I'm uh, a last minute decision, and I, I went up to um, um, Commando Memorial up in Scotland, yeah, yeah. locked down. So I went up there, and and that allowed me to release as well, yeah. because it's like the old, um, you know, psychiatrist, psychologist, they're taking everybody else's in. You know, some of these stories are very powerful. Yeah. 
I had a, a woman who's ordered multiple poppers off me. She lost her husband in Afghanistan. She then subsequently, yeah. obviously, as you do, you move on relationship-wise. And um, she, 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 the, uh, her other partner had taken his life and he works forces. So, I mean, wow. Jesus Christ. Wow. So by me, I handwrite notes now. I take the time on yeah. paper to write a note to the person who's purchased it. And it never leaves me it always leaves me speechless when people gift them. Yeah. Say, and I'll say to them, do you want me to add a note? And they're like, oh, yes, please. You know, and it's like, right, well, it's the least I can do because I, I really appreciate people's kindness. Yeah, yeah. They've bought it for someone else, not knowing, you know, and it's not just for occasional stuff either. So like you say, yeah. it's not remembrance. And, um, you know, we've, it, it, I've had some good support and, and, yeah. and that's meant more to me than anything, if that makes sense. And like you say, very yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, putting your all in, I put my all in. Some of my early ones, I probably look back and go, yeah, I can do better. Now I'm happy with the design. It's taken a lot, yeah. you know, it's taken a lot of time. But it's like a self, isn't it? It's like a self. We are always continuously evolving. We're always chipping away at ourselves. Yeah. And it's like that thing. And I know it sounds quite cliche, but it's like that scene on Rambo three when he says like you're like a rock and you basically get chipped away to your final product yeah but you are what you are like you you, you know to like say a, a fictional character like a rambo you are that you know that warrior you are that soldier you are you were born that way mm. but it's like everything we are literally being chipped away and it's like to that that final product but i don't think we're ever got a final product in one sense because we'll always have that part of us there'll always be massively attached one to one thing set. You want yeah. to excel as well, you know, and that comes from yeah. um, wanting to achieve. And by constructive critique, you know, a lot of people yeah, yeah. are personal. You know, it's not about wearing your heart on your sleeve. It's just that they've never been critiqued in life yeah, yeah. Know, properly. Like, not, exactly. not, so wanting to excel, wanting or, you know, trying to find out what, what are people wanting um, within a product and you get suggestions and it's gone on design changes you know now I've yeah. on here now and uh, the boxes originally were different then they were got these boxes and they were plain and it's, it's like this one you know this has got sword beach sand on um, yeah. it's it's now if you if you look it's actually got I actually sculpted it like a heart you know yeah, yeah. and it's, it's like that sword beach that was that sand I've got the bottle of behind me was presented yeah. to one of the commandos who landed on Sword Beach by the mayor yeah. of the town on the 60th anniversary, and then the son got it. And then yeah. he, in what I'm doing, and he sent me that bottle, it's got French writing on it from the yeah. mayor. So we're keeping memories alive and also not forgetting, it's fantastic. So if I can pass that on, that knowledge, it doesn't get lost, it's not just one no. person's story. Is is a nation, you know, the the, the freedoms. I, I looked at it growing up and you'd hear about the World War and obviously I come from a massive yeah. military family. Massive, yeah. you know. And there's an intrigue as a as as just an interest, you always will be and 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 the support I believe dwindled a bit. You know, it was good when, you know, Help for Heroes helped it, celebrities helped it, the Millies yeah. helped it the time. Obviously, because of the amount of casualties coming back, you yeah. know, um, <clears throat> never mind the dead, you know, uh, the, 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 the amount so that, you know, there was individual villages affected. And if yeah. we 
think of that, you know, like big wise. That, um, God, well, it, it, it's obviously the island, and everything. Well, it'd be stupid of me to say one just one place. So I'm not gonna put all conflicts basically. But if you look at like, yeah. you know, you go around towns now. You predominantly got the first world war and then the second world war. Yeah. Had on for the little memorials each round, you know, and that's what happened with the Afghan and Iraq campaign, you know. Yeah, it's it's the community started forging back together, and the support for the armed forces what you know was a fantastic thing. I think that's what it changed, and it? it massively changed Ma them because I because I Ma remember if you talk about those periods, even for the first few years of the wars, it there wasn't there was almost like a support there, but it wasn't as strong. And it was, and then it was like from 2006 when it really picked up because I think that was when it was, it went kinetic. You can't say anything, but the word that word just went kinetic, just went man, like completely they, madness. They were running, they were, they were running over their own dead bodies to try and get, yeah. uh, get to British forces, you know, or to yeah. forces, you know. I remember, I remember a friend, yeah, because I remember a friend of mine, he, he said he was down in Helmand on Poppy Fields and it was like something out of the Somme. There was literally machine gun, machine gun, machine gun, machine gun. And it was like some scene out of World War uh, World War One. He was literally playing, we got into the Poppy Fields and then we all, obviously at that point, it was like pretty much churned and, they, and obviously they'd churned it up themselves to create gun nests. And he said it was like, it was like something out of the Somme. He said it was unreal. Oh, there you know, was, when they, yeah, when... they had the old firing holes and that and um, yeah. they, they're very clever, very clever. Yeah. I mean, they, you had all obviously the irrigation ditches, which just allowed the rat runs. You know, they'd obviously yeah. dug for the you know the agriculture of the fields, um, whether it be arable farming or for the you know the opium. Going yeah. through the poppy fields and and the corn and wheat and maize, you know, you yeah. would do jungle drills because it's like nine foot high. Yeah, you know, literally like this. So um, yeah, the. It, but for actual war fighting and you know doing your job and oh just 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 fantastic you know it didn't help with obviously oh yeah ten stone a kettle <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you're fit as a fiddle you are you know you had the yeah. obviously osprey so we used to call it the osprey diet yeah. I remember my sergeant mate I'd gone out as advert well conquer so I'd gone out a month early and they came up and when they came up to me and went who are you <laughs> obviously taking the piss you know because I'd lost about. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely it, it, good, it, it, it was a good environment to operate as in you know and let's not there is innocence in war Chris you know yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know the, the, the obviously the closer to ISAF you know to the FOBs the yeah. local populace were obviously pro ISAF further out when they yeah. got more influenced by the Taliban yeah, so. yeah common sense but you know they nobody wants you there they just not for sake of not wanting you they just want to get on with their lives but the that's same... what it is isn't it that's what it is it's a, it's almost like you, you think that they've lived through this and it's not just when we turned up it no. was literally the thing about it it had the russians turn up yep. you know that was like what 10 years of the russians in there and then it's just continuous and continuous and continuous. These people have lived with basically war for like, you know, for all their life. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's what you think about it. But also that's, I think what it is, is obviously just want to wrap things up a little bit here. Because yeah. we've got about five minutes left. What I think is the strongest symbolism that what I saw on your page straight away was that dirt is, we return back to the earth. You know, when you think about it, it's so strong because when you're serving in whatever theatre of war, you'll always touch the earth. Yeah. 
we come from you know and we return back to that earth and i think that's what it is there's so much symbolism in it but it's so yeah. powerful well, because when you're in there and, yeah and like and yeah. like you said yourself when you come back and i know guys said that as soon as you come back from say for example iraq afghan the kit comes out the sand just comes spilling out because you pick yeah. up so much of this sand and i think that's what it is you're always close to the earth and mm. I, I know i know myself like i look at it it's like friends who have obviously served in different conflict of areas and and it's almost like that dirt is almost synonymous to the soldier in a way because you know everything's done on the ground you're there boots on the ground you you, you eat sleep breathe on the ground you know everything's there and it's so that i think that's the most powerful part of it all because to say to that last act putting almost ashes to ashes, dust to dust and sprinkling the earth on the on the poppy itself, it's as though you're returning that person back to what they came from. Yeah. Uh, and to me that that well, is very, very powerful. It, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think you've you've put it better than why I could. As <laughs> <laughs> you know, missing words out as a Yorkshireman. No, but you are right on a serious note and it is it's very powerful. And and that's why not just with a poppy, that's why mm. I did the um boot print as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, 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 them pair of boots given to me by my mate who's Hereford, and he did yeah. them in London attacks. So, yeah. anyone who, you know, has got one of them. We're talking provenance, and anything to do with SES is massive. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. just that, it goes back to what you've just said with the boots yeah. on the ground. Doesn't matter what role you play, the boots will always be on the ground, irrespective of what yeah. service you are. So, if yeah. I came my way, um, honor the guys for yeah. the families yeah. i've got a connection because i've lost direct family and yeah. obviously ridiculous amounts of colleagues unfortunately yeah over years um but i know what it means to people i know what it means to you if you purchase yeah. one but at the same time i can help someone else by giving to charity yeah. i don't have to do that but this is what yeah. we've been with it and this is what i want to do because i've been helped yeah. And, and where people don't think you might not ever get help from a charity, then you might not, but someone in your family might. And it could be military, it could be cancer, it could be anything. So if yeah. we could just make this a little better place and yeah. know that, that, you know, if we can ease a little bit of that suffering by showing we care and, and that there's something there which can be passed down so their name liveth forevermore, that's what it's about, <clears throat> you know. And it's not just about being glorious. It's about we should honour. And it's an honour and a privilege for me to be able to do this. It is, great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I know we're just rolling around the last like, minute, minute and a half there. But, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's been, a, it's been amazing, Rick. You know, I massively appreciate you coming on here. Um, yeah. And, like, you know, and I hope everybody takes a little bit something from this. And, mm -hmm. obviously, like... Go and check your work out. But they obviously tell everybody obviously where they can find yourself there. Yeah, they can find me. Um, uh, the Conflict Poppy Collections on Facebook. That's the page name. And then it's at Rick Coulson currently on um, Instagram. The website's being built and it'll have the same name, The Conflict Poppy Collection. Brilliant, brilliant. But we'll get everything on stories anyway. Obviously, we'll share it out there. Get out there wide and far, Rick. You know, but it's been an absolute pleasure tonight. And, you know, and I, and I hope it's something that will just keep building and building and i believe it will it will just continue yeah. there because it's yeah. that going to be a legacy because yeah. it's always those little ideas that start from something that grow to what they are yeah and then it's, and then once again it will just keep going and going and going well that's and why and the, tagline build that Chris, the tagline of it is yeah. literally inspired by sacrifice that is the logo for 
this yeah. inspired by sacrifice it's important we don't forget we we'll, absolutely we'll... Yeah, absolutely. But just obviously rolling down here for the last little bit there. Yeah. But like I said, massive thanks for you know for coming on, Rick. And obviously, we'll, I'll, I'll keep promoting you. I'll, 100%, you know like, what I mean? 100%. You know, and, and I appreciate everything you do. You know, you've helped thousands in charity, like you're saying. Yeah. But like, um, once again, we'll catch up very soon, though, Rick. All right. You take care of yourself. And thanks a lot yeah. for coming on tonight. Okay. Thank you, Cheers Chris. now, mate. No problem. Cheers now, mate. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you.